0: The AI breakdown you're about to hear was originally released as a YouTube video on Saturday, April 22nd. In it, we take another look at AutoGPT and BabyAGI, which are now three weeks old or so, and ask, as our initial impressions wear off, just how useful are they actually? Today, we are back with another video on AutoGPT, but this time, it's three weeks on, and we're asking, is it actually all that useful? Welcome back to the AI breakdown. If you've spent any time in and around AI for the last three weeks, you have definitely heard about AutoGPT and Baby AGI and these autonomous AI agents that are theoretically going to change everything. And just for a little bit of background in case you haven't spent much time here, as opposed to something like ChatGPT, which is very mediated by humans and which has a limited set of data that it's been trained on, AutoGPT can search the internet, it has memory, it can theoretically create other AI agents to accomplish tasks. And it was explosively exciting to people when it came out. You can see here just how fast it grew as one of the biggest projects on GitHub. See Gravitas, who is the one who introduced AutoGPT, posts hit 100,000 stars on GitHub. Am I supposed to make a speech? I'm speechless. The initial hype was huge, right? We saw all these things like the task list that can do itself or the website that builds itself. But people are starting to ask now, how useful is it really? This is a tweet from today. Auto GPTs are cool, but they're not useful in their current Forms. So let's talk about what people are finding when they try to use these tools specifically or other implementations of them. Just as a personal example, I tried on a YouTube video recently, God Mode, which is inspired by AutoGPT, although a little bit different. And effectively, I asked it to help me make a plan to grow a YouTube channel to 10,000 followers. And what we found if you watch that video is that it did a really, really good job of helping through the steps that it would take to go build that video channel to 10,000 subscribers, but it didn't necessarily go beyond that. It didn't start to actually really implement the tasks, except in the most nascent ways if they were like a writing task or something like that. And what's more, it started to flip around and perform loops over and over again, where it would go back and restart itself instead of trying to proceed on to the next step in execution. So all in all, it was very impressive in the sense that it was clearly helping think through how to take an idea and start to implement it, but it wasn't this sort of mind-blowing autonomous agent that could come in and just change everything. And it seems that it wasn't just my experience. So Avram Pilch here wrote a piece recently called Auto GPT and Baby AGI are AI's new hotness but they suck right now. And I've excerpted a few parts of it that I think are are kind of instructive. So he gave it a bunch of different tasks and he was actually using an implementation specifically of AutoGPT. And the one that he found that he was most successful with was a simple website builder, right? The more discreet the task, the more likely to actually achieve something it was. And I knew going into my question that the idea of just building a YouTube website to grow to 10,000 followers was going to be Maybe a little bit too abstract for it. But anyways, what Avram found is that the more discreet it was, the better AutoGPT was able to handle it. Uh, but it had some problems, right? So Avram writes After AutoGPT was done with the website building task, I did indeed have HTML files representing the three pages of the website. But neither the design nor the copy on these pages was very good. And the copy, both describing the company and for the privacy policy, was just plain made up. Now, he points out that there would be no way for it to know this information, right? He says the AutoGPT bot had no way to know what Geek-in-Chief Design stands for because all I said was that it was a web design company. There's no digital footprint for this company, so the bot just made up all these details. To be fair to the bot, I didn't give it enough details to do a good job of writing the website. If I had hired a human to create a corporate website for my company, that person would no doubt have come back to me asking for a lot more details. Instead, since AutoGPT can't ask follow-up questions apart from asking for permission to develop, to perform its next step it just wrote the most generic thing possible devoid of facts i have never seen a chatbot that acts follow asks follow-up questions to determine what I've never seen a chatbot that asks follow-up questions to determine what the human wants, even though that would be very helpful. If I was using ChatGPT and I had asked for it to write a homepage for Geek & Chief Designs, and I got this kind of vague made-up copy, I'd write a new prompt that provided a lot more information. However, with an autonomous agent, there's no chance to intervene until all of the very long list of tasks is completed. I think this is a hugely important point, that as people are looking at these tools, they're kind of comparing it to what it would be like to just use ChatGPT, but in a kind of self-mediated way. And what Avram is pointing out is that there is an inherent back and forth, that there's only so much that can be automated to get a good result, and that in fact... We might be not seeing just the limitations of the technology, but also having a mismatch or misalignment of our expectations with what sorts of tasks an autonomous agent should do. Do we really want to, in other words, or put differently, outsource entirely the creation of the website for our design business without having any input into the details of how it's presented or the copy or anything like that. It feels like a task where we do want a productivity accelerant of the form that many of the tools out there that we're seeing now can be really helpful with, ChatGPT to write copy, some of these other sort of website builders to help maybe actually code the site itself. But there's a difference between that and those incredible productivity gains and just outsourcing entirely. Now. Avram also tried baby AGI and he basically pointed out something similar to what many have reported with this idea of endless looping. So he says, even worse, Baby AGI couldn't seem to follow through on its list of tasks and kept changing task number one instead of moving on to task number two. For example, I asked it to identify and write five Windows 11 how-tos. It provided a list of how-tos it could write and then proceeded to do the first one on the list then, instead of doing the second task, it would just change the entire list and start over at tutorial number one, which could be a topic that it had covered two steps ago. It seemed to have no memory of what it had promised to do or had done just a few minutes before. So that sort of looping the restarting from the beginning, like I saw in my admittedly very basic YouTube growth task was something that he was seeing as well. Now, how does he conclude? Is he down on this technology? And the short answer is no. He says the autonomous agents biggest problem is that they don't ask you follow up questions to get more details from you, nor do they give you the opportunity to fine tune them midstream. That makes them apt to give you bad output while going down a long winding path to get there. And that conclusion section he actually calls autonomous agents might be too autonomous to be useful. So Really, I think good feedback, good context for us who are exploring these tools. And that's really where I'm starting to see people get it. It is literally the three week anniversary of this. And a lot of people are pointing out that it's the three week anniversary of this. A couple of days ago, Jim Fan, who's at NVIDIA, says AutoGPT just exceeded PyTorch itself in GitHub stars. I see AutoGPT as a fun experiment, as the authors point out too. But nothing more. Prototypes are not meant to be production-ready. Don't let media fool you. Most of the cool demos are heavily cherry-picked. Nate Chan retweeted something from Matt Schumer that I had referenced earlier, auto-GPTs are cool, but they're not useful in their current forms. And he said, this is true, but it's like saying babies are cool, but they're not useful in their current forms. can be said about both babies and auto-GPTs today. A miracle was born, see its potential, help it grow and push it forward. And soon, it'll have the potential to change the world. There's a funny little thing that we're going through right now where we're re-remembering in some ways that even in the context of these mind-bending AI tools, it's not like they exist all of a sudden and the they instantly work perfectly. There is still a development cycle that's needed around them. And meanwhile, it's not slowing the people who are excited about building on these technologies down as at all. Yohei, the creator of Baby AGI, wrote a huge long update today. BabyAGI.org is live. Baby AGI Classic is available. Blah, 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 blah. There's all these different things showing a ton of development and developer excitement around this. I'm in the auto GPT community as well. And this thing is just going constantly you can see a little bit here just how many channels there are how active they are you have thousands and thousands and thousands of people building on this and then of course the folks who are trying to improve upon it so Hrishi here writes about Chameleon a quote better multimodal auto GPT with real benchmarks solves many of the problems I've encountered with current agents and moves us in the direction of pluggable modular meta systems for LLMs that can work on increasingly complex tasks and then he goes on to explain all of this so the point The point is, the era, the phase of autonomous AI agents that seems to have popped open a few weeks ago is, in fact, open. However, it's just the very beginning of that era. And the tools are not as sophisticated as perhaps they seemed initially, even if the creators of the tools never promised that they were. Now, I will also say one last thing. One of the things that some people thought as soon as they saw auto GPT and these autonomous AI agents is that they represented really something different than chat GPT in terms of what the public's response might likely to be. They present in many ways more risk, right? The idea that AI agents can just be searching the web something that many in the ai safety community are not necessarily sure is a really good thing and in fact that was kind of a long-held principle so the fact that these tools aren't as powerful as they seemed at first right away maybe at least gives us a moment to catch our breath and ask some of the important questions from a ethical or safety perspective as well so to sum up i think that if you saw these initial use cases of auto GPTs a week ago or two weeks ago, and we're just blown away and excited. I don't think you have to not be blown away or not excited anymore just because we're recognizing that there are limits to what they can do and how fast they can do it. These are incredibly nascent technologies. They're still being built. There's an incredibly dynamic and fluid community of people who are building upon them, and they're going to be doing the types of things that it seemed like they could right away before you know it. So enjoy the ride. Enjoy having a chance to help shape them. Go join the AutoGPT Discord community and see what's happening. But for now, they are, in fact, still just nascent technologies and have a lot of room to run yet. All right, guys, that's it for today. Until next time, peace.